This is the Side Hustle Show with Nick Loper, Episode 2. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part-time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your 9 to 5 may make you a living, but your 5 to 9 makes you alive. And now, your host, Nick Loper. All right, welcome to the Side Hustle Show. This is episode two, and I'm really excited to have uh, a good friend of mine, Teresa Campbell, on the show today. She's a coach, marketing strategist, and author. Her latest project is called Her Life, Her Legacy, um, which is a project about helping um, professional women and high achievers um, do more and, uh, and help more people. Um, one of the other side projects that's been going on is called Genius, which is a blog or community aimed at uh, Generation Y. And um, very excited to have Teresa on the show. Thank you. So, I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. That's awesome. So let's talk about. So as we should say, we should start over and say that uh, Teresa and I go way back. We started at uh, Ford. Uh, the car company, um, a long time ago. We started in the same training group and have kept in touch over the years. And it's been really exciting to see um, the uh, you know the different projects that have come and gone. And so she's been a high achiever in her career at Ford. Um, but when she went to uh, go get her MBA, kind of I feel like her eyes were opened up to to a whole new world of, of business opportunities and, um, and and side hustle. So can you tell us a little bit about how uh, Genius got started, or or what other project came first? Sure, absolutely. Um, yeah, so Ford Motor Company have been there for eight years, and as you know, um, it wasn't exactly the easiest eight years considering what was going on um, with the economy. And I went back to get my MBA because I was unsure about what I wanted to do next, but I knew that if I at least had that, I could walk into another corporation making significantly more money than I was at Ford or um, go do something else, like just do something completely different or stay where I am, maybe get a pay increase and some different opportunities. So um, eyes were definitely opened when I was at school and I found myself in a career resource center really thinking hard about what I wanted to do next and the thought of writing a resume, um, interviewing for another company, like really wasn't coming up for me. Like I couldn't, there wasn't even a company I could think of that I was interested in working for. So that led me to believe that, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be working for somebody else. Maybe I should be wanting to work for myself and spend some time figuring out um, what I really wanted to do. And Brandy, who's, I believe she could be a mutual friend of ours from Ford. We connected at a training class and had a lot of dialogue around Generation Y and how there was all of this like workplace tension and conflict and the baby boomers didn't understand us millennials and you know the gen xers could care less about anything and it really was just this backwards place where things were being done the way they've always been done for the past you know 30 years or since before you and I were on this planet and things just weren't really jiving so Brandy and I got together to start genius which is a play on words for generation y us and we really set out to help people kind of break free from that and initially, a lot of our blogging and our posts was about um, freedom and how 
the world that we live in today is much different than the world that our parents grew up in. And to them, there was security in, you know, the, the corporate job and the pension and the paycheck and the vacations and all this stuff where with everything that happened over the last, you know, since we've been out of school, um, eight, eight or so years has just kind of changed the game. And we were really trying to rally millennials and get them to understand that, you know, they could take their superpowers and their gifts and actually make a living from that. So kind of a long answer to a short question, but ultimately we started Genius and that was my very first um, and Brandy's very first side hustle project. That's awesome. You bring up a great point with the theme of freedom mm-hmm. and and it's I think it goes back to this um, like four hour work week and and this <laughs> and this notion that's pretty radical that like okay maybe you don't have to work for somebody else your whole life, mm-hmm. um, which is very much a new thought I feel. Um, with, I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think like what I'm trying to get at is is this is why I think other generations view Generation Y as being entitled because they have this this notion of doing things differently and and striving for freedom over over say security. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and that's really cool. You're able to kind of rally a community around that, and and I'm trying to do the same thing here. Um, when you speak about uh, harnessing your superpowers, um, what does that what does that mean to the listener? What that means is taking you know your God given gifts or talents, and first of all, knowing what they are. Because one of the things that we found um, when we would talk to people was we'd often hear like, "Well, I don't even know what I'm good at." Right. So you've almost been brainwashed into thinking, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get this job. I'm going to do what I've been told that, you know, people said, if I do this, then I'll get this. And somewhere along the way, people lose sight of who they really are. And they start kind of assimilating to whatever culture they're in and, and really just following some type of process and lose themselves in the way. So there were a lot of people that we came in contact with that didn't even know what they were good at, right? Like they couldn't say one of my strengths is I love to learn, you know what I mean? Or didn't even look at that as a strength. So when we created our course, you know, how to, how to break free, harnessing your superpowers, we were really trying to get folks to, to look inside first versus outside. So instead of, you know, it was really about who are you and what are your strengths? And then taking those strengths and doing those, using those to make a living or in service to others. Um, because what we found in our research is when you are actually playing to your strengths and when you're using your signature strengths, that's when you are the most effective and that's when you're the most fulfilled. So that's one of the things that we started focusing on in the beginning was if people would just take a minute and figure out like what their strengths are that would completely shift their thought process about, you know, how they show up every day and the work that they choose to do. Because a lot of people we interact with aren't exactly happy with what they're doing, but they don't really know how to get out of that. So that's what the superpowers was all about. Right. It makes a ton of sense. I read the book uh, lately, Happier, um, Mm -hmm. by the, you know, the Harvard professor that's like, it's been touted as their most popular uh, lecture class ever. And he says, basically, um, you know, spend your days doing stuff that you find meaningful or doing stuff that you find fulfilling. And um, 
so so many people don't do that, and that's I think <laughs> one reason why people are so unhappy in their in their lives and in their work. Um, and so that's awesome that you're making even even just a small dent to um, to reverse that trend. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I wanted to talk about was this ebook called Dying to Live, which I just I love that title. <laughs> I wish I wish I thought of that. Um, I actually just went on uh, GoDaddy to see if that domain was already taken. Of course. <laughs> Of course, it already is, but awesome, awesome title, um, "Dying to Live," and I feel like so many people are in are in the same boat with that. Um, without giving away um, too much of the storyline, can you can mm-hmm. you speak a little bit about what's what's it all about? Absolutely. So the subtitle to "Dying to Live" is a smart woman's guide to coming into your own. Um, and yeah, this will not give away the story by any means. However, um, it's a fiction ebook. It's pretty short. Um, but it really is about, you know, the corporate fast track, you know, the girl who's, you know, getting promotions every couple years and everything seems to be from the outside looking in perfect. Like, why should this person be unhappy? They might have, you know, a car and a nice place to live and get wonderful vacations and all of these things that from the outside look like this person's got it all together. But from the inside, you know, the main character is like WTF, like, why am I unhappy when I have all of these things like these external, you know, extrinsic markers of success? Um, why am I unhappy? So ultimately it's that feeling of like dying while like being dead while you're alive and, coming to that point where she realizes like, no, this is who I am. This is what I really want to do. How do I make a life from it? Or how do I step out of this role that has me viewed and by society's eyes as, you know, this amazing person. And how do I switch over here where there's all this uncertainty and I might be a hell of a lot happier. So that's, um, what the book is about and you know there's a character and her name's Jessica and she kind of goes through this experience and um ultimately you know she goes on her own little hero's journey which is fantastic so it's all about it sounds like it it sounds like it may be based (laughs) on a true story um it's I laugh about that because you know when my husband read the book he was like are you Jessica and I was like we are all Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> so no, there, there's definitely some characters that could resonate with um, anybody, whether you're a female or not. There's some characters in the office that she comes in contact with. And um, she, Jessica was created based off of, you know, myself and some other friends and people who have ever felt anyone who's ever felt unfulfilled in the work that they're doing. Um, but from the outside, appear to be extremely happy and successful. So yes. That's great. If somebody wanted to grab a copy of that, where would they go? Well, it's not out yet. It's actually being, um, it's in the publication phase. So, or the design phase actually. So okay. the ebook's being designed. So um, just keep your eyes Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's a good, exactly. that's a good uh, promo commercial for it, for sure. <laughs> yes. 
Hey, entrepreneurs, we know that anyone with a side hustle loves finding new ways to save. So if your business takes you on the road, sign up for a free membership with Hertz Business Rewards. Work trips, client meetings, industry conferences, with Hertz Business Rewards, you'll save at least 20% every time you rent a car. And you'll save on more than just the daily rate. Members earn credits redeemable towards free rental days. It's also free to add an additional driver if any additional coworkers come along. And for those Gen Z entrepreneurs out there, no young renter fees. Plus, sign up for Hertz Business Rewards today and earn three times credits during your first 90 days. So whether you're traveling for a side hustle or a main hustle, join for free at Hertz.com slash business rewards. Applies to base rate, taxes, fees, and options excluded. Additional terms and exclusions apply. Visit Hertz.com slash business rewards to learn more. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, well, going going back to that, um, I just we just watched uh, Brent and I just watched. Um, I forget the name of the movie, um, but it's the the Man versus Debt movie that they made the documentary, mm. and they talk about hey, look, we have jobs, we have families, we have a house, but it's like you know you almost feel guilty being like so what's what's missing? I don't know. So I've been there. <laughs> absolutely um, let's, let's talk talk a little bit about about ford like it's a it's a hundred year old company that's not necessarily n- known for rewarding people sticking their neck out um mm-hmm. so what's been the reaction of your of your coworkers and your and your managers when they learn about or, or do they learn about kind of these side hustle things <laughs> you've got going on uh that's a great question um in the be- I'm just going to say I'm very fortunate uh, to have a manager who is actually um, a friend and someone that I trust to be able to share what I do outside of Ford with. Um, I know that's not the case for everybody. Um, so the good part about the process for me has always been being 100% honest, even though the structure of the organ, even though like the culture, I'm sorry, of the organization I know there are certain managers that I would not share this with because of, you know, perception, right? Like, oh, she 
you know, doesn't care about her job anymore. She's not a high performer, whatever, whatever people would want to say or what would, would want to think about right. somebody who has a side hustle. So I have been very fortunate that my boss is 100 percent supportive of the work that I've done outside of Ford. Um, and I've always done things outside of Ford. So to transition into something like this wasn't really a surprise, if that makes sense. Right. So I was always volunteering or, and people knew about it. So I'm not sure if I really answered your question. Um, but I've been lucky cause my boss has known the, from day one. Okay. I think that's a common fear is like, well, yeah, what's the boss going to say when, you know, okay, you're no longer hundred percent committed to, to us. Um, and so maybe we shouldn't be 100% committed to you. So I think that's kind of another risk factor for a lot of people. <laughs> but I think for me, and this comes down to like an integrity thing, I, I'm not a liar. Like I can't lie. I can't really um, pretend to be somebody that I'm not. And that was not um, easy. Like that just to, to come into a place where I'm really comfortable with who I am you can't walk into an organization like Ford and I can't walk into an organization like Ford and pretend to be somebody that I'm not. So along the way, I've been very clear about not being interested in promotional opportunities um, and things like that without really coming out and saying, oh, by the way, I got this thing on the side that I'm working on. So the, you re- the trick, it's not even a trick. You still do, you still are a top performer. Like you still, if you're a high achiever, you still continue to achieve. You just don't want to get promoted. So you still work hard. You still, you know, try to outperform your peers and go for the better performance review. Just because you're not passionate about what you do doesn't mean you still don't show up. Okay. Right. And I think that's where people can get in trouble with having a side hustle because it is easy to get caught up in, you know, the excitement of what's going on outside of, you know, whatever organization you're in, but you really got to be where you are when you're there. And yes, when I'm at Ford, I'm at Ford. When I'm doing my side hustle, I'm doing my side hustle. And sure. Yeah. I have an iPhone. So stuff comes through and I get excited and I see things, but (laughs) I am where I am. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not letting it bleed into my performance. Right. And that's, uh, um, just professionalism. So that's great. Um, and we say getting potentially passed up for, uh, promotions. Does that have to do just with the potential shifts in work life balance that might come along with that? That has to do with being honest with my boss (laughs) and okay. So Ford, how the culture is set up and I'm not sure if you remember, like everything is about the next up list, like who's next up to get promoted. It's not so much who's the best person for the job, but who's next up. Okay. And it's a a weird culture. (laughs) It is. It's a little bit weird. And I think there's an opportunity and that's why Brandy and I started genius to, you know, not just talk to millennials, but talk to organizations about things that they can do to continue to attract, develop and retain top talent. Because, um, I'm not saying how they, their process is wrong, I'm just saying it might not work for everybody because they wouldn't have been they wouldn't be here for 100 years, right? Over 100 years if it didn't work. So what works for them works for them. However, knowing that I'm next up, it's kind of hard to you can't not be honest about that. And knowing that my next stop would be Detroit and I'm not interested, I have to be <laughs> honest about that. 
And that's very hard and very awkward, especially if you're a high performer and top achiever, because how does, you know, your A player say, I'm not interested in promotion. And then what does that feel like to watch people who came in after you get promoted and move on? Like, it's definitely a weird feeling. Right. You got to have some, um, emotional <laughs> resilience um, throughout this entire process, especially if you want your side hustle to be what you do full time. If you don't, then you move on with the promotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Very good. Let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit. I want to talk about the Ignite training course that was mm-hmm. um, through the Genius site. I want to talk a little bit about um, the process of putting together um, putting together the course, um, selling it and, um, maybe generating potential customers and, Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe, I don't know if execution I think is probably beyond the scope, but a little bit, um, just along the lines of, of developing the course, pricing it and, um, and selling it. Gotcha. Yeah. Ignite was kind of our, um, we started Genius in March. So, like, March, uh, I believe, 30th, like, our site went live. Of last and year? Of 2012? Of 2012, yeah. And we were, like, committed to blogging every week and doing this superpowers course. We taught a seminar. And then we were like, well, we've done all of this stuff for free. We've done live events. How, like, when is it the right time to actually charge for the value that we're providing Mm -hmm. and brandy and i had a big conversation okay well why don't we create a six-week program we'll call it ignite you know ignite your life um and work with people to go from nothing i don't want to say nothing but give work with people who have a goal and take them through a process in six weeks to being on their way to continuing down that path to achieve that goal Um, so the funny thing is when you first ask for money for something psychologically, like the craziest stuff happens, like realistically the value that the course probably, the value that was provided in the course was worth well over $500. Right. But we were so scared about asking for what we were worth. And I think you were one of the people that I called and was like, Hey, how much would you pay for something like this? You know, and, 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 one of the things we learned was it's not, you know, it's not so much about how much some random person (laughs) would pay, but how much would the right person pay for this content, for the value that's provided over the six weeks for the coaching and things of that nature. Um, So we said, well, we're going to just call this a beta test to, you know, kind of figure out if we can do this and figure out if people will actually pay us. And our beta price was like $97 or just like just under $100. Okay. Um, and it was really exciting because we ended up having 20 people sign up to be in our class. Wow, and that's awesome. We, we, we made it live on the website and went to bed and we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And then the next morning, um, we both saw like the PayPal notification, like somebody had actually signed up and paid um, and it was my dad, which was hilarious. Yeah. I like started crying because like, it was our first customer. And, you know, I called him up at like six o'clock in the morning and he was like, I don't really know what this is, but I'm going to do it. And he was like, you know, I support my kids. I believe in my kids. And sure enough, right after that, another person signed up that neither myself or Brandy knew. And, oh, wow. and that's what makes it really fun. Like, 
you we'd get somebody that would sign up or we'd get somebody that would reply to a blog post and we'd call each other or text each other at work and be like, who's this? I don't know. I thought you knew. I don't know. And then we'd be really excited. Like, oh my gosh. Like you know, a, real, like, a real life stranger, like found our stuff. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And not only did they find it, but they paid for it. So Ignite was awesome because we really got to work um, with these individuals, teach every single week. So every Monday night at you know eight o'clock, they would call in or we'd do these webinars and they'd learn the lesson and then there would be homework and they'd post their homework answers in the Facebook Facebook group and they were communicating with each other and they were really just making progress towards like whatever their big goal was for 2013, even though it was 2012. So it was all about getting momentum heading into 2013. Okay. So. It was awesome. And we were just, after that, we were like, wow, we can do this. That's really cool. Now, have you still, have you done any, any more sessions or just the one so far? We just did the one um, in December of last, or November, December of oh, last okay. year. And we talked about doing it again. Um, but one of the things I think that's really important when you're trying to do the whole side hustle thing is really listening to, um, not to sound weird, but like listening to your body and recognizing when you're tired <laughs> and when you're burnt out and when maybe you need to shift and refocus and um, things like that. And that's when I wrote the ebook. So there was kind of a break and, um, and that's what happened where Brandy and I kind of said, okay, we're going to continue with genius, but how do we really continue to go forward with this? Who are we really serving? And oh, by the way, we should also have our own individual brands. And that's where we are a, a year later with okay. our side hustles. Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. It takes more than just an idea. There are tons of moving parts, and it's a bit like trying to assemble your airplane in the middle of takeoff. Thankfully, our sponsor, Taylor Brands, is helping Side Hustle Show listeners make that leap and make it all a lot easier. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, making sure you have everything you need all in one place. Think of it like your behind-the-scenes partner for things like LLC formation, licenses and permits, getting an EIN, setting up your business bank account, bookkeeping and invoicing, insurance, logos, trademark protection, and a lot more. Taylor Brands helps you handle it all seamlessly. And to get you started, Side Hustle Show listeners get 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans when you use our link. That's taylorbrands.com slash side hustle. Taylor Brands, like a tailor for your clothes, T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A. ANDS.com slash side hustle. Start your business journey today with the help of Taylor Brands. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. 
So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. That's, that's so cool though, to put a, you know, put something that you made yourself up for sale and, and have it sell out, um, mm-hmm. you know, even at a beta level price, like it's, it's still, you know, people paying for, for your product and, mm-hmm. you know, creating something out of nothing, creating value for, uh, for real life people. Very cool. And it was really about, honestly, that was like the confidence booster that we needed. So now it's not like, you know, there's not a question if people will pay us for what we do. Now it's, what do we really want to do and how do we do that in the biggest way possible that's the most generous and, you know, effective because that's what we really want. We want people to get results from what we do. We don't just want to keep doing stuff to do it. Um, so we're very intentional about everything that we do. And if you go to our Genius site right now, you'll see like Bob the Builder's face on there talking about, you know, we'll be back because we want to take it to the next level and we're looking into um, you know, a new site and new offerings and things like that. So as we continue to, to grow, so does our, so does our business. Very cool. Very cool. So while that's going on, uh, let's talk about your personal brand adventure with, uh, her life for legacy. Okay. (laughs) Um, so the ebook dying to live a smart woman's guide to coming into your own, um, I guess you could say essentially birthed her life, her legacy. And um, there are some aspects of genius that I really like to do from the standpoint of the coaching and the group coaching and some of that stuff, you know, Brandy doesn't really like to do. So it was really figuring out, okay, Teresa as a standalone brand, who is she and what can she offer? And um, really the first 90 days of this year was figuring out after I wrote this book, what can I build around this and who do I really want to work with? Like, like you said, you know, when we were talking in the beginning about, can I really work for myself or like, is it really okay for me just to do the things that I love and make a living from that? Well, yeah, the answer is yes. You just have to figure out what that is and go do it. So for that's me, the hard part. <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's the hard part. That's the part that could take 90 days, which is what I found Um, with her life, her legacy. And it's, you know, answering those questions, like, who do I want to really spend my time with? Choose to spend 90 days. It's been five years. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 90 days for her life, her legacy, but building off of, you know, the um, learnings from the year of genius and blogging and speaking and things like that. So who do I want to hang out with, you know, other high achieving, remarkable women? And how do I want to help them? Um, or how do I help them? Well, I bring them into the life that they dream of, but fear they can't have. Like exactly what we're talking about right now. Okay. Um, because there's that, you know, can I really do this? And I'm saying, yes, you can do this. And here's how. Um, and it's taking everything I liked about what I did at what I do at Ford from the standpoint of marketing as well as business development, but also all of the personal development stuff that I've been learning over the past decade because I'm, you know, a personal development junkie, like, and you name it, I've probably read it. <laughs> what would be so, uh, what would be your favorite, I guess, business book or personal development book? That is a tough one. I would say, if I had to say a book that I continue, 
the book that started it all would be, um, and now I'm going to blank on the title, Jim Rohn's The Art of Exceptional Living. Okay. That, that's what started it all. And I actually listened to that as an audio tape probably okay. two years, three years before I even got into like the master's program. So... Art of exceptional the Art of Exceptional Living. Okay, I've not heard of that one. I'll have to uh, check it out. <laughs> By Jim Rohn. Audio version is the best because you can really, like, his voice is kind of funny, but it's awesome. And I believe he was, like, Tony Robbins' coach before Tony Robbins became Tony Robbins or, you know. Um, but I really enjoyed that book. And then most recently, the one book that I continue to go back to um, is Stephen Pressfield's Turning Pro because that's where I feel like I am um, in this work right now. You know, I understand like what I've learned over the past year with Genius, but with her life, her legacy, it's like I'm ready to step into this in a, in a bigger way with, you know, more confidence and um, clarity around who I serve and what I do and all of that. So, yeah, those are the big two. Right. And with Turning Pro, he says – you know, the difference between the amateur and the professional is in their habits, but mm-hmm. also the difference between the amateur and the professional is that buy now button. <laughs> right. The professional, right. the professional gets paid. Exactly. Exactly. So I would say I've got the habits thing down. Like I've got my daily rituals that I do every single morning and, um, I've got, I think you had either mentioned or maybe talked about wanting to talk about um, balance and productivity and how do you find time to do it all. Um, You make the time and the stuff that's most important to you and the stuff that's going to continue to fuel you, right? So like exercise and nutrition and rest, all of that stuff is really important. And I actually block time for that, like meditation and devotionals and prayer time. Like that is my sacred time because that's what helps me to turn pro. And I do those things every day, whether I want to do them or not. And that's part of Stephen Pressfield's message, right? Like the the professional shows up, you know, whether he feels like it or not. And that's exactly where I am. Right. Exactly. No, that's great. It's all about uh, developing those positive habits. And even if it's taking time uh, for meditation or whatever, it's, you know, it's, um, you know, preparing you to do your best work when it comes time to do that work. Exactly. All right. So we're going to wrap things up. We're really looking forward to uh, checking out Dying to Live and also <laughs> checking out Her Life, Her Legacy when that is uh, ready to go live. Um, awesome. We'll close out with, um, and we probably, we've touched on a, a hundred different tips, but if you could uh, summarize with your number one tip for uh, Side Hustle Nation, the, uh, the mm-hmm. audience of, of aspiring entrepreneurs. My number one tip would be to make meaningful connections. And what I mean by that is when you start your side hustle or when you start to turn pro, um, you're going to want a community and you're going to want to connect with people who are part of your community, side hustle, the Side Hustle Nation community, um, because it makes a world of a difference to have somebody that's also going through and experiencing the same things as you that you can bounce ideas off of that you can get best practices from um, and that you can also go to and say, I'm really afraid to charge $2,000 for this one month's worth of coaching. And you get the encouragement that you need to um, keep you pushing through your fears. So I would say make meaningful connections and um, 
That's great. No, that's great. I was like, live with intention. So just don't do anything crazy. Just really think through what you're doing um, and be smart about it because you really don't have a lot of time and your time is precious, especially if you you have a side hustle. No, that's that's wonderful advice. Thank you so much. Speaking of meaningful connections... I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to uh, World Domination Summit. Uh, yeah, July, uh, <laughs> where you know gets to connect with, reconnect with you and Brandy and and all of these other um, amazing people from all over the world. Awesome! I look forward to seeing you in July. Very cool. Thanks so much for coming on the Side Hustle Show, and best of luck with all your projects. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll see you soon. See you soon. All right, that's it for this edition of the Side Hustle Show. Until next time, uh, go out there, make meaningful connections like Teresa says, and make something happen. And I will see you in episode three. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com. Uh, no, I'm a little bit nervous because... Um, it's not recording now, is it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll have this in the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs>